A teacher in Pembrokeshire has called for vigilance after vandals at his school caused structural damage. The head teacher of a school Ludig in Goodick has asked the school children's parents to remain vigilant after vandalism and antisocial behaviour at the school. The head teacher Jonathan Jones thanked local residents who've intervened and contacted him. He said this has a knock-on effect on our pupils as finances that could have been earmarked for resources. Resources, equipment and learning experiences must now be spent on security instead. Police in Pembrokeshire are appealing for information after a man was assaulted at a property in Pembroke Dock on August the 15th. The 48-year-old was in his ground floor flat on the corner of Commercial Row when an unknown man knocked on his window. He was then pulled through the window by the man who then assaulted him. As a result, he sustained injuries to the face and a broken and dislocated arm. Police are appealing for witnesses and ask anyone with information to contact contact police. A car driver in Pembrokeshire has been caught with only a provisional licence and no L-plate showing. Pembrokeshire Road's policing unit have released photos of a BMW and said the driver had no relevant supervision with him. In a statement, they said a vehicle has been seized following a stop check in Merlin's Bridge. Additional funding from the Welsh Government will see more police community support officers to tackle crime and support communities. First Minister Mark Drakeford has announced an extra £3.7 million for 100 additional PCSOs across Wales. It'll bring the total funded by the Welsh Government to 600. Minister for Social Justice Jane Hutt said their work to identify and understand local issues has an enabled a focus on early intervention. A COVID-19 mobile vaccination unit is heading to Folly Farm this bank holiday Monday. The aim of the visit is to offer vaccines to parents who haven't been able to get their COVID-19 vaccines so far, as well as 16 to 17-year-olds. AstraZeneca, Moderna and Pfizer vaccines will all be available and there's no need to pre-book. Bethan Lewis, Assistant Director of Public Health, said we're thrilled to be able to bring the unit to families at Folly Farm on Monday and hope it'll encourage visitors to come forward and get their vaccine at their convenience. With the rise in cases across the UK, Holdar Health Board are urging as many people as possible to have their first and second doses. Self-catering accommodation in the UK is costing on average 40% more than in the summer of 2019. That's according to the consumer group Which. Holidaymakers are paying an average of £300 more per week in August compared to before the pandemic. More than 20 million Brits have been taking a holiday in the UK this year. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to the news team for the latest at 11. So a couple of guests on the way between now and 12. We've got the chaps from Foyer who are doing something quite special, helping many people in need in the county. And also uh, Sandy Bear have a uh, very interesting online event on the way, which I'll tell you more about very soon. They'll be joining me very shortly. Uh, Wandy and uh, Ed Sheeran on the way for us. 
Now, looking ahead to the weather today, and it's going to be a fine and bright one. Highs are 24 degrees. It's going to be an absolute beauty out there today. UV index is high, pollen count is low, and uh, so uh, is the pollution level, and it's going to be like this right across the bank holiday weekend. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. A beautiful, sunny weekend across the county. Enjoy that summer sun. This is Pure West Radio. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control.
Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio.
That is the brilliant 1D and Steal My Girl played here on Pure West Radio. So on the way for us next, I've got Sandy Bear. Uh, they are a children bereavement charity here in Pembrokeshire. And um, we're supporting them by letting you know about some of the work that they're doing. And uh, also they have got uh, a fabulous online event that you could get involved with as well. and Hopefully win some really cool prizes. That's on the way as well as the uh, guys from Fire. We have uh, Jonathan Clark, the uh, project officer. Uh, from Pembrokeshire Fire Project and Dean Flood from the uh, Voluntary Project Officer uh, and so yeah we'll find out more about this uh, project and uh, we'll also be finding out about homelessness in Pembrokeshire uh, surely it's not that bad here really is it wow you might be shocked and surprised with this one Introducing MyPems the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. Castle Hot Tubs, a Wales' largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Get more for your money at O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858. It was hot, so we went out on an inflatable. One minute we could see our friends on the beach and the next we were drifting out to sea. Then Sophie started to panic. But you didn't. You dialed 999 and asked for the Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Grab my hand! And we just want to say... Whoever you are, thank you. In an emergency at the coast, call 999 and ask for the Coast Guard. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring.
Fleetwood Mac and Rhiannon playing here on Pure West Radio, your station for Pembrokeshire and from Pembrokeshire. Uh, really looking forward to my guests here today. I uh, actually have uh, Foyer joining us uh, very soon. Uh, Jonathan Clark, the project officer, and Dean Flood, the voluntary project officer. Uh, we'll find out about uh, homelessness here in Pembrokeshire. Do you think it's a big issue? Uh, well, you might be shocked with uh, what we're about to discover later on on today's show. Uh, now, though, I am joined uh, with uh, two lovely ladies from Sandy Bear Child Bereavement Charity. Uh, we have Hannah, the charity coordinator, and uh, Kerry, the charity manager. Uh, thank you to both of you for joining us here on the show this morning. Uh, thank you for having us thank here. You. So, Hannah, you, you reached out oh, it was a couple of months ago now to tell us about uh, this this raffle you've got since then, uh, an event happening at Kerry on Sunday, which we'll talk about, which uh, sounds, sounds great. First and foremost, though, uh, Kerry, can you tell us a little bit about Sandy Bear? What is it and who do you help? Yes, of course I can. So when someone dies, we all know how devastating that can be. But for children, this can be probably one of the most devastating losses they will ever face. And for some children, that will go on to impact their health and their life chances. And this is where we come in. So we support children facing or following a death of a loved one. And essentially, we unpick what's happened to them and try and put the pieces back together. I mean, it's an incredibly traumatic time for anybody, isn't it, death? You know, we, it's, it's something, I guess, as, as humans, it's, it's in our nature, it's in our DNA. It's, it's something, you know, we all uh, deal with in, in different ways. Um, how, how is it different for, for a child having to deal with a bereavement? Well, sometimes children are referred to as forgotten mourners. Um, they, they can feel isolated and not included in the rituals around death and not have the opportunity to express themselves. At Sandy Bear, we bring them together with other bereaved children. And this can be a light bulb moment for those children, realising that they're not alone and there are other children going through the same thing as them. And then we've got a brilliant team of skilled practitioners who will work with those children and listen to them and help them find ways to express themselves and really to develop um, the skills they need to live with their lifelong journey of bereavement. And whereabouts are you uh, based then, Kerry? We're based in Milford Haven. We're surrounded by a fantastic community of supporters and we're really fortunate of the people of Pembrokeshire behind us. I can see in the background there, uh, I believe that you've had some wonderful uh, artwork created there by uh, by a local artist. Uh, he's actually managed to sprinkle some of his magic here in our studios in, in Haverford West uh, as, as well. Can you tell us a bit about what's got what you've got behind you at the moment? Yeah, well, last year we ran um, a, a sort of competition with the children that have come into the service and then we selected some of the best artwork that we had in from all the different children that have been helped by Sandy Bear. And we were fortunate enough to, to get Lloyd, Lloyd the Graf or Lloyd Graffiti to come in and uh, spray our wall with a fantastic underwater scene created by, by the children. Oh, it looks wonderful. I mean, Lloyd is just something else. You know his work straight away. It looks wonderful. And if you're listening at home or in work right now, please do come and check it out on our on our Facebook page. Uh, so you're based in Milford Haven, and I know a lot of people that, that support you, Valero particularly, when we often speak with those guys, we have a, a monthly update, a community update. You know, they, they always support you, uh, you know, a huge amount, Kerry. So your services are, are already called upon here in the county. Yes, they are. We know they make a difference to children. Um, one child said that, you know, they've gone from not being able to speak to saying, I feel happy to talk about mummy. I'm angry about the thing that took her to heaven. 
but I can tell someone now when I feel like this um, and it makes all the difference for us um, and we're really excited that um, you know, we're bringing the families together to, again on Sunday at Keru Castle. We've got a fantastic event. Um, and the idea is to bring all the children that have come into Sandy Bear together so they can meet, they can remember. But importantly, they can have fun as well. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds great. Uh, Hannah, um, tell us about your role at, uh, at Sandy Bear. What, what, what's, uh, what, what is a, a life in, in your shoes like? So I've actually only been here since um, the middle of May this year. Um, And since I've started, my main role has actually been planning this event at Curate Castle on Sunday, which has been fantastic and really exciting. And I've been able to develop my skills because it's something that I've never had to do before. Um, I support Kerry as well in the office and as well as support our clinical leads downstairs with their admin bits as well, getting in touch with the families about their appointments that they have to come into. Wow, um, I, I could imagine some days it's it must be qu- quite emotional doing doing what you do. I mean, you must must hear and, and see some some stories. It is quite emotional at times, yeah. But you know, we've got such a great team around mm. us, so we're open to be able to speak about anything that is quite emotional. And we have support from everyone, so yeah. it's also really really rewarding because we can see the difference that we're making in the lives of the children that we support too. Yeah, I, I could imagine. I mean, t- total kudos to, to you, Kerry, your team, and, and Hannah. I mean, uh, you know, the work that you do, I, I only hear such positive uh, things about it and like you said the difference you make Hannah I mean it, m- it must be so rewarding at times going home just going you, do you know what we made a difference to that child's life yeah definitely and Kerry actually um, met with a little boy in the corridor not long ago when we were running the under fives group and he came out and he said I love it here at Sandy Beer I never want to leave and just hearing <laughs> like messages like that from the children is really really rewarding for us yeah well let's talk about this event uh, you have at Kerry on Sunday it's, it's been your little, little brainchild you've been working on it for quite some time so so what is it all about what, what's going to be happening so we yeah like we said we're at Cairo Castle we work with the National Park and they've kindly donated this lovely beautiful setting for us we'll be holding a teddy bears picnic where we will have a Sandy Bear guest appearance and the children are really really excited to come and see Sandy Bear on the day We've also got a range of musical performances from Samba Doc and Tickle Tunes. We've got a storyteller there and lots of craft opportunities for the children. We've got some little fundraising areas as well, such as our teddy bear hunt, um, another raffle going on, as well as selling our sandy bear badges to keep the memento for the family's at the end of the day. Um, it's open to the public as well, so every, anyone's welcome to come along to that day. Excellent. Uh, what times is that happening on Sunday? It starts at 10 and ends at 4. 10 till 4, fabulous. Yes. And is there an entry fee at all? Um, so it will be the entry fee of the castle that applies. Okay, great. I mean, it's a wonderful setting there. We were only there a few weeks ago for Dick Barton. Uh, one of our presenters was actually getting featured there. Wonderful, wonderful location. Um, and also you've got this this raffle happening as well. I mean, some, some fantastic prizes uh, there. And, and anyone can get involved to support Sandy Bear and, and hopefully bag themselves a, a nice prize at the same time. Yeah, we've been we've actually been really, really fortunate with the raffle that we've been holding. It's been running now since the end of June, I think, and it's being drawn next Tuesday, the 31st. Um, it's all done online via raffle, and you can find it on our Facebook page at Sandy Bear Bereavement or on Twitter by, at Sandy Bear Pems. Um, and all the money that's raised is going to children's resources here at Sandy Bear, and it makes such a huge difference when we can get those resources in. 
Um, some of the prizes that we've had donated have come from Knights Under Canvas, who have teamed up with Newton Farm Campsite, and they're going to pitch a bell tent for two nights wow. at the campsite. Great and it's prize. In such a, yeah, such a stunning location as well. Yeah. It overlooks um, fresh East Beach. And we've had other prizes. One of them as well has come from Dawn Beer Art, who is going to donate a pet portrait um, where the families can work to decide on what drawing they want of their pet. And it looks really realistic as well. Oh, brilliant. I love that. Very unique. Something a bit different in a raffle, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you've got some excellent prizes. Also, uh, Pembrokeshire Alpaca Trekking, Wickedly Welsh Chocolate, yeah. uh, Kingsfolk Candle. I mean, loads of great prizes. Uh, so draw ends 12 o'clock on the 31st of August. And uh, you can see the link right now uh, below this Facebook Live video. Or if you're, you're tuning in via Alexa or you're at home listening at the app at the moment, head on over to our Facebook page. You can see a link uh, for that. So it sounds very busy at, uh, at Sandy Bear, Kerry. Um, I mean, it's uh, an, an incredible charity. It's, it's great what you do um and of course you're there for people if anyone would like to reach out or they're thinking do you know what maybe i'd like to refer someone or i'd like to find out some information how, how can they do that well there's a couple of different ways you can do that you can call us um on our number which is 01437 272 you can email us at admin at uk. Oh, sorry, Kerry. I think we've just uh, lost Kerry there a little bit, actually. Um, but thank you ever so much to to Hannah and Kerry for joining us uh, here on the show today. Um, you can refer to us too. Oh, sorry, Kerry. We just lost the last bit there. You 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 froze. Sorry, we didn't we didn't hear it or see you. We got as far as the phone number. Uh, if you could just recap for us, that'll be great. That, that's absolutely fine. Sorry about that. It's the uh, the internet connection <laughs> sometimes. Okay. We're uh, at the realms of um, technology these days, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as well as phone us on the 01437-700-272 number, you can email us at admin at sandybear.co.uk. You can visit our website too, www.sandybear.co.uk. There's lots of information on there about what we do, how you can fundraise to us, uh, for us. And more importantly, if you need support for a child that you're worried about, how you can refer them to us as well. Excellent. Uh, we'll put the link to your website also on the Facebook Live video and to the to the raffle. Uh, Hannah and Kerry, thank you ever so much for joining me here on the show today. It's It's been fascinating finding out more about Sandy Bear and the great work that uh, you, you do. It's, uh, it really is just sensational, the support you can offer and give. And, uh, you know, God forbid, uh, no one wants to be in that position. But if they ever are, at least we know they, they do have Sandy Bear. So uh, keep up the wonderful work that you do. And I hope you have a wonderful event on Sunday. And, and lots of people get by in these raffles tickets some great prizes there love it i'm gonna have to get myself a ticket after the show today thank you so much and thanks to the listeners as well for supporting us absolute pleasure thank you very much there to uh, hannah and uh, kerry from sandy bear child bereavement charity and uh, make sure you show your support and hopefully win some prizes at the same time check out that raffle pop along to that event on sunday here's christina aguilera and also some years and years here on pure west radio toby ellis with you here on the daytime show it's thursday 26th of august 11 35 
Tune loves this. Years and years on Pure West. I feel like all these people in this room don't shine like you. If I could bottle you up, I would zip you like cosmic juice. So give me that good love, good, good love all night. Don't need your cash. I got my own to spend it on you. If I like, if you wanna dance, baby, let's dance. Keep the dream until.
playing here on Pure West Radio, your Pembrokeshire station for Pembrokeshire and from Pembrokeshire, just approaching quarter to 12 on this Thursday morning with me, Tobes. And I've been lucky enough to meet a whole bunch of stars and uh, two of them are Jonathan Clark and Dean Flood and they join us uh, here on the show this morning as the work that they do is just simply fantastic. Uh, Dean and John, thank you ever so much for, for joining us here this morning. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. No. Thank you very much, Toby. My my absolute pleasure. Uh, well, John, we, we met a couple of weeks back now as you, you had this very exciting uh, foyer project uh, coming uh, to fruition, which uh, we'll talk about in, in a few moments. Um, I mean, can you give us a bit of background first and foremost about Pembrokeshire Care Society? I mean, what is that? And I mean, we're going to come on to this, the big one. Homelessness in Pembrokeshire, surely it's not, it's not a problem, is it? Mm, that's a, a common misconception, yeah. Mm. So, um, Pembroke Care Society started roughly in 1979, uh, also known locally as Pembroke Action for the Homeless, or PATH. And effectively, we provide support 
to uh, those who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. So um, we have sort of three main streams to our organisation. So we have the advice and bond team who provide housing advice, debt guidance, crisis intervention and bond support. Uh, we have our supporting people element who uh, it's a sort of a floating support uh, and we're able to make sure that our clients are tenancy ready and help prevent homelessness with the, with them and help them maintain their current tenancies. And then we've also got the pathway lettings element, which is a social letting agent. So although we provide the initial support, we've also got that element that we can hopefully use our letting agent to find accommodation that is suitable for them and, and potentially accommodation uh, for some of our clients is quite difficult to come across because of challenges they have in their personal lives that your, your usual agencies are unable to accommodate. So uh, we've got some great landlords in that respect who, who obviously are able to provide properties for us in that respect. I mean, accommodation as it is anyway is, you know, in, in, in huge short supply in Pembrokeshire right yeah. now for, for various different reasons. But then trying to, you know, find accommodation for someone that's homeless must be incredibly difficult at times. Yeah, it is. Um, and like you said, the challenges we have at the moment with the lack of accommodation makes it uh, even more great. Um, as an organisation, and we'll talk a little bit more about it now, we, we've got an idea of uh, creating something called a FOIA, um, which we've had some national lottery national lottery funding to, um, to put a pro- project plan together to hopefully end the cycle of homelessness. Um, and... You know, as we've said earlier, people don't believe there is an issue of homelessness in Pembrokeshire. Uh, They see the beautiful beaches, the lovely, you know, the lovely landscape. But in reality, just because you don't see homelessness on the streets as you would in an urban area, that doesn't mean that it's not going on. And something that really is a big challenge within Pembrokeshire is hidden homelessness. So sofa surfing and overcrowding and and people staying in a place that, that isn't their own and isn't safe. So, I mean, staying at people's houses, you know, as you said, sofa surfing, uh, just sleeping in the spare bedroom. I mean, you don't really think about that as being, you know, homeless. You you just sort of picture someone on the streets begging. um, But this is a real issue, isn't it? I mean, this is happening right now that people don't have their own roof over their head and and they are effectively homeless. Exactly. And as as we said, you know, I think Pembrokeshire has roughly sort four or five rough sleepers at any one time um so again it doesn't appear to someone walking around Pembrokeshire as, as an area that there is a, an issue however this hidden homelessness aspect is a massive thing and we have clients that we help obviously through our, through our own services as well as um we work very closely with the local authority as well um, but in reality, we only know of a, a, probably 45% of, of, of those that actually are homeless or at risk. There's those people that don't reach out to us because they might not even identify themselves as homeless that we, we need to sort of tap into to be able to provide those services and, and give them the support that they need. And I think this is what is exciting about the, the, the FIRE project because it's, it's set to, to really combat that. And, uh, John, you know, you're, you're project officer, so this is, this is your, your, your baby, really. I mean, what will it do and how will it help these people in need? I think, so we don't believe, you know, we're, we're realistic about it. The FIRE itself isn't going to eliminate homelessness in Pembrokeshire. However, it will give young people a chance 
um, where they, they've really been struggling. So it'll give them a safe place. Um, we're looking to give education and support through that, and possibly employment um, opportunities as well. So, you know, there's there's a lot that will come with this, as well as some of the other services that we're going to look to provide as part of the, the project. Um, you know, people find themselves homeless for all kinds of reasons. Um, it's not just a case that they've done something wrong in their life and they, you know, they deserve that sort of element, you know. It could be that the landlord's looking to sell the property. Um, it could be that they've lost a job. It could be that they have health issues, they've had a relationship breakdown, all really common things that happen in people's lives. That it can happen to anyone. And that's the key key message we want to get across today. It's not, you know, it, it, it can be anyone. It could be someone who's in the best paid job going, but if they have a relationship breakdown, they might not know where to turn. Yeah, you, you never know when this sort of thing might affect you, a loved one. I mean, we... Uh, catch up with patch on a monthly basis and and you know the big message from tracy there is you know just some of the people that walk through the door you would never in a million years think they'd have to use a food bank the same applies here you just don't know when you might end up uh homeless um dean i mean you're one of the volunteers um here uh, why did you want to to get involved with with this project then well, I've actually worked in primary education in Pembrokeshire schools for the last 24 years and, you know, come across and work with uh, thousands of children and their families and obviously help them with challenges. And, uh, you know, you can see the cycle really quite early on that, uh, you know, homelessness can affect anybody. But, um, you know, there's some sort of early indicators you can get in schools. And I was really keen, you know, when I got involved with the Pembrokeshire Care Society to sort of add my experience, say, yeah, well, let's let's get back to the early prevention. Can we do things at an early stage, you know, to sort of set the way? So so rather than just being, you know, crisis management when a person finds themselves homeless, you know, could we be there earliest? Could, could we put in steps before? And, you know, it's just a real passion of mine, you know, like John, we both grew up in Merlin's Bridge. We're Pembrokeshire people. We really care about our community. We love our community. There's so many positive things about it. But it was a surprise to me when I realised, you know, the scale of hidden homelessness, because like John mentioned, you know, it's easy to confuse homelessness with just rough sleeping. And it's not very common in Pembrokeshire. You know, it, it increases in the summer because you tend to have people coming down to areas in the south of the county and you'll see a few more rough sleepers. But uh, the hidden homelessness issue, I was, to be honest, I was astounded. You know, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of young people who are in that position and many of them. They don't even want, they don't want to admit it, or they don't even feel that they are homeless. But yeah. they are. This is yeah. the biggie, isn't it? I'll never forget, John, when we met a few weeks ago, when you said that you know 483 young people had come forward, um, and that was age 16 to 24. You know, I mean, that that's a staggering amount of people when you think the population of of Pembrokeshire. So this project is needed. You know, it it is needed um, to help support these these young people. So so the word fire, the meaning, where, where did that come about then, John? Um, so I think it's a, a French concept, but effectively it's a building that provides safe uh, and secure accommodation. And as we've mentioned, um, we believe that having one of these set up in Pembrokeshire gives us the opportunity to to help uh, young people who, you know, as Dean said, have had these tough life experiences um, where they, they have found themselves homeless for whatever reason. So we can give them a safe place where they can feel secure. And then they can concentrate on the other aspects of their lives, such as 
employment opportunities, um, life skills that they, they might not have been uh, accustomed to previously. And, you know, we want to, while they're in the foyers, they will have lots of support. We've, uh, um, we've mentioned that we have lots of partners. It's not just us. We might be the face of the project, but uh, we had a really positive partnership meeting yesterday. Uh, I think about 20 of our partners in attendance talking about how in different aspects we can help those people who are finding themselves homeless. And that's not just young people. We also want to help people of all ages who find themselves homeless within Pembrokeshire. But there's so many good organisations throughout the county and we're trying to sort of all come together to the goal of trying to end that cycle of homelessness. It's a great goal, and and you know I can real feel the 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 ambition behind you guys, and this is why you know we we want to support this here, at POS Radio, and, and and let everyone know about it. So so ideally, where would where will this be based, uh, John? So uh, we've basically we've been looking at data to give us some to give us a true reflection of where it's needed. So um, a lot of data um, based on where clients are presenting as homeless from um, through our own organisation, also with. Uh, the local council and uh, Haverford West was was the area that came up um, more often than not. Um, there are other areas that there are issues with homelessness throughout the county, but this initial pilot scheme, uh, we have the vision that although the lottery funding that we're looking to go for um, will help us set up this initial fire in Haverford West, um, we have a vision that we may be able to have fires in various locations around the county to provide more support to those who need it. Um, but initially, Haverford West is, is the area that uh, most of our research has flagged up as being the best best place uh, based on where people are presenting, but also a lot of where our services are based already so that it, it's easier to bring those together. Great. And you know, another part of this is the, the outreach project as well. Um, so it, although you have your base in Haverford West, you know, other people can benefit from this uh, as well. What what sort of work would that entail, Dean? Would, would, you, would you be out and about as a volunteer? Would you be with a team? Would there be partners? How, how would it all work? Yeah, absolutely. It's about getting out into the rural areas because, you know, we, we feel that Pembrokeshire is unique, you know, when compared to perhaps other areas such as Swansea and Cardiff. And uh, every community's got its own story and it's got its own feel. So part of what we'll do will be about engaging with local communities as well, seeing what they need, but also seeing what they want, you know, getting those good public relations. We don't want this project to be a surprise and all of a sudden we're out working there in, uh, you know, in a satellite area or, you know, we're using the local hall. So um, as John mentioned, we, we worked with 20 partners yesterday and, you know, what really came across is the fantastic work already going on out there in Pembrokeshire. You know, there's, there's, there's a real sort of drive in Pembrokeshire, particularly with uh, COVID, to help others, to help others who need it. So we'll be accessing through uh, groups such as PADS, you know, the Pembrokeshire Association of Voluntary Services, uh, getting into community halls, church halls, uh, council buildings as well. And we'll be setting up workshops, uh, clinics, health clinics there, uh, whatever's needed in that local area. And uh, our ambition is big because, you know, we're talking about a £10 million bid and we're, we're actually going for a sizable stake of that. So it's something, you know, in, in, in monetary terms that can make a massive difference. So we'll, we'll be able to get out to all those areas in Pembrokeshire, understand what they need and offer these services. And as John mentioned, they won't be 
only, you know, targeted at 16 to 25-year-olds. You know, the foyers, yes, the foyer themselves will will house 16 to 25-year-olds, but we'll be all ages out there as well. We want to bring, you know, the young and old generation together in community projects as well. And, uh, you know, we've worked with partners half of West County have been on board. Wyndham Williams, fantastic support to us. Barry John at the VC Gallery, getting into the schools as well, getting the message out there. Um, that's how we see the outreach. And, uh, you know, it'll be using community venues that are already there. Let's build on the strengths we've got. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a volunteer, I would see myself, you know, traveling around to those different sort of what we call sat- satellite or hub locations and working with the, you know, the, the people who deliver in the services right there. And it will, for some people, it'll overcome those challenges of transport of maybe getting into half West for support. They could have it on their doorstep. Yeah. I mean, there is a, a real need for, for this project and uh, it's, it's exciting that hopefully this will come to fruition, you know, because People are in need, and for this to cover the whole landscape of Pembrokeshire, uh, I, I feel is is in in desperate need. And you know, I think uh, this this funding would be very well allocated to to Foyer and the difference that you will be able to make uh, as a collective. Because as you said, yes, you guys are managing the project, but bringing everyone together and and making that that difference. If anyone's watching this or listening now and thinking, "Crikey, maybe I am homeless, or maybe my son or daughter, a close friend or family is in need." Um, where can they go now, John? Who can they speak to? So the first thing I'd say is to give us a call, um, speak to one of our duty workers. Uh, the telephone number, which is a free phone number, is 0800 783 Um And you can speak to one of my colleagues who understand your situation and then be able to to give you the support and guidance that's needed, whether it be booking an appointment, speaking with the local council if you are street homeless, uh, whether we, there's a need to, to get you into some, some sort of temporary accommodation, um, but just give you the, the, the hopefully to, to give you a little bit of confidence that you, you've been listened to and the, 